Hey, everybody, and welcome to the 1224 podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Shay. And we're here to talk to you about everything animation. This week's episode, we are going to talk about an anime. What? Wow. We yeah. finally become weebs. Yeah. On this podcast. Exactly. We revealed ourselves. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we wanted to add some anime in the mix before we actually end our first season, which is soon coming up. So, yeah. yeah. We split this in the season. Will we be renewed for a second one? Who knows? Who knows? It's up to us. Because we're our own bosses. Yeah. So, Shay. Mm hmm. What is this anime we're discussing about? Okay, so the anime that we're discussing about today. Yes. Why do I keep laughing? <laughs> you gotta um, think. <laughs> okay, so it's called, well, the English title is called Monthly Girls Nozaki Ken. Yay! But the Japanese title, I don't want to attempt it, but I know Got how you. to spell it. It's, I think it's Genken Shoujo Nozaki-kun. I don't know. Yeah, that. I'm, I'm not even Japanese. I mean, like, the, I, I don't know. According to my family, I'm like 114th Japanese, but like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. We both watched the show. Yes. We both finished it recently. Um, It's kind of like... In the anime community, at least, it's definitely not, like, a big, like, mainstream yeah. anime, quote-unquote. I would say um, that it's, I don't know if, I would say it's a hidden gem, but, like, you know, it's it's on Netflix, by the way, and there's only 12 episodes, and it was, um, it's, it was on there, uh, by 2014, and yeah yeah like i remember when the show was like running actually because that's when i was like really into like watching anime edits like not like the ones that you see now where they're like short but like they're like these sony vegas edits that like oh god <laughs> people would no they're really good i haven't like, heard sony vegas in so long <laughs> or no it's probably it's like Sony Vegas Pro, but like someone yeah. use like Adobe. They're like these super elaborate, like like they almost felt like lyric videos and they were really good. I'll send you some later, some of my favorites. Bet. But um <laughs> that'll be exposing me in like middle school yeah. what I was into. Anyways, even though we're talking a lot about the context, we have not explained what the show is. Yeah, we should probably get right into that. Yeah, we try to be structured here, but <laughs> right. we see how that goes. Exactly. Um, so, I guess, basic understanding of the show, there's this girl, her name is um, Chio, although, like, they also call her Sakura in the show. Because um, that's her last name, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um, basically... She's, like, she has, like, this crush on this guy named Nozaki, and he, like, turns out he's, like, this famous, like, manga. Well, he's not, like, super, as famous as you can be while being in high school and, like, not everyone knowing you're a manga 
like author and artist mm-hmm. but like he makes like this very popular manga and basically she has a crush on him and one day she kind of gets roped into like helping him out with like with his manga so she does so like she does the fills of it and basically the whole show is just like surrounding all the people who are connected to the two characters so like most of the cast um is involved with nozaki's like manga like making so like you've got chio who's on fills which basically means filling in any spaces that like don't have like Mm -hmm. so it's basically like you're just filling in space with just like pure black right yeah then like you've got um miko shiba or mikorin because they that's his nickname like he does like the flowers because it's a shoujo manga which for those who don't know so shoujo is a genre within anime and manga where um basically it's a it's a romance genre basically it's specifically like romance target towards like female audiences um which also, hence why the title, when translated into English, it's Monthly Girls. Oh, that term. makes sense. But, yeah, that's, like, yeah. basic background stuff. The show just follows them making manga and being stupid. Literally, yeah. that's the whole show. And so this show isn't a shoujo. Like it's when not. I was looking, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not. It's a parody of shoujo tropes. Like, just, like, typical romance tropes. So, like, oh, it's raining and I forgot my umbrella. Like, we have to share an umbrella. Because, like, also sharing an umbrella in Japan has, like, a romantic context. That's the other thing, too, with, like, I realize when we talk about how, Jesus Christ, when we have to talk about anime, we sometimes have to give, like, an additional, like, cultural context to some things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, with like certain tropes as well yeah I feel like I just never really thought about that honestly like at first when I came across it like um I was actually watching it with Chaz like the first episode um shout out to Chaz by the way um I um at first I thought it was just like a romantic comedy like oh my god this is so funny but like even from the first episode I was like really shocked because um um, so Chio was, like, you know, going to confess, like, her love for Nozaki, and, um, right when, when she tries to, he just, like, denies, or doesn't really, like, realize, like, you know, she was just trying to ask him out, but, like, Chio just says, I'm just, I'm just a big fan of you, and Nozaki just gives her an autograph, and, like, (laughs) that kind of just set, like, the show for me, um, it, it's so funny and it it made me realize that like you know what you said it's literally just a comedy making fun of like shoujo slash like i guess quote-unquote cliche romance like animes and mangas which i thought is pretty cool i will say it's more fun when you watch the show if you're already aware of like tropes or like if you've seen like any romance anime or any romance manga before because yeah. you're like okay like you know like how it would play out in like a typical format so like i guess like i mean then again a lot of like 
I don't want to say like a lot of people usually watch romantic comedies in terms of manga, like anime and manga. I don't want to say that because that's just my experience. Because I don't know, that's just what was widely available to me. But um, but yeah, no, like a lot of the appeal and jokes derive from the fact like you understand the tropes, yeah, like, to a T. Like even within like the characterization of the characters. It's also kind of essential. Also, it's not like a super plot-heavy show. I should also say that. Yeah, it's just nonsense. Like, it really is. Up. It's just. It's also just really a lot of like high school shenanigans. Like, although um, you know, Chio and Nozaki are like the main characters, and they're like supposed to be like the like it couple, you know. Um, some of the episodes don't really center on them a lot, which I really like, and it's it's just fun all around. Yeah, I the characters within the show. Yes, let's talk about characters. Are, yes, all of them are really strong in terms of what like purpose they serve. Yeah. So like we briefly like we touched upon Ozaki and um, Chio. Because mm-hmm. they're the main, like the, like they're basically the main characters. They're the ones that you follow the most because a lot of stories told by Chio's perspective. Yeah, she's like the happy-go-lucky type, you know, like um, yeah, like the friendly one, always happy. While uh, you have Nozaki, like kind of being the complete opposite, but like at the same time, he's not really like mad and angry all the time. He's like you know, very monotone, he's, like, chill, but, like, super oblivious to, like, romance, even though it's pretty ironic that he does, like, write and draw for, um, romance manga. With him, his, like, his whole thing, yeah, basically he's just, like, kind of scary looking, quote-unquote, but, like, he's honestly just really chill. Yeah. He does anything for the manga, like, to the point where... He literally says in one episode he doesn't have any other hobbies. So when he has a day <laughs> off, he just kind of sits there. He's like, huh, I don't have any hobbies. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Jinx. But, um... Oh, wow. Yeah, I beat you to it. I guess I owe you a soda, then. Yes, you do. I was waiting for this day. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways... So even so, among like Nozaki and Chio, we kind of touched upon characters very like very quickly. Yeah. But you have like the basically the main. I can't count. Wait, one, two, three. I have them written down because I was scared I was gonna forget names because there's there's a lot of not like a lot of characters, but like. So the next prominent character within this like within the show, I don't have a favorite character really. But if I had to choose a favorite character. Um, Miko Shiba is probably my second favorite. Yes. But I don't want to say that. Um, so Miko Shiba, his whole thing, he's like the princely type, but not directly. Here's, we're going to play off of that. He's like the one who's like, ah, yes. Like, and what are you doing here? Like, ladies. He's like the playboy type, but not like really playboy. It's hard to explain. Um, I, I have a hard time explaining like tropes and stuff. Basically, he's the one. He's like Tamaki from Orange High School Host Club. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. But the thing is, is that 
like Hikoshima think like he always gets like embarrassed immediately after he says something stupid. <laughs> so like he'll say like, Ah oh, yes, a rose is fine and he's like and then you just like back off. Right. Like, when no one is looking. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like it's very interesting because um his character's just like very introverted and also like he's like a huge like he's a huge nerd too. Like he's really into like visual novels. And uh simulator video games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's visual novels. Oh I knew that. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I think the character that I do want to bring up, she, I wouldn't say she's, like, my all-time favorite, but, like, someone I immediately was just, like, oh my god, I love her. Mm -hmm. She is so talented, she has all the skills and the knowledge for everything, and her name is Yuziki Seo. Ah, I love Seo. Yes. Seo? I love her, too. Seo's the hurricane of the group. The hurricane. All she, like, literally, all she does, she shows up. Chaos ensues as she leaves. Like straight that's up. It. That's that's <laughs> that's her purpose. Um, literally. So she is basically um, uh, Sakura's friend, and um, she's like the star of the Glee club. She is like the head of like the basketball team, both girls and boys. <laughs> um, and. She she's just good at everything and um you know she just has that like cocky personality that like isn't annoying but it isn't really necessarily seen in quote unquote like feminine characters if that makes any sense which I really like. I mean here's the thing with like the show too like mm-hmm. just in general even though like we're not there with all the characters a lot of not a lot of characters compared to like other shows but there's still like a decent amount um you'll start to notice kind of like a pattern with the characters and also like with like how gender roles are within the show which i found very interesting mm-hmm. i guess like when i thought i was thinking about one of the characters her name is kashima like she's one of the characters that directly is like she's like the direct thing where it's like she's breaking like the gender because her whole thing is she's a prince so she's kind of like, I wouldn't say the opposite of Mikoshiba, necessarily, mm-hmm. but like, when I, when I, okay, the first time they were- He wishes yeah. she was her. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> Kashima's literally like what, like, Mikoshiba is trying to be, but minus the embarrassment, yeah. like, right after. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe because also I watched this one really, like, kind of recently, or in High School Host Club again. Like, those two, Honestly. like, reminded me of, like, a lot of, like, Tamaki and Haruhi <laughs> a little. Yeah. <laughs> just not, like, in terms of, like, how, like, their relationship is, just, like, in terms of just, like, characters and kind of, like, I guess the quote-unquote setup of their characters. So I'm just like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. And, like, it's just... They're both so. The, well, everyone on the show's really stupid, but <laughs> those two, Jesus Christ, yeah, um, crackheads, <laughs> yeah. Then you got Hori. He's like the director. He does um buildings, like the backgrounds within Nozaki's like manga, which I like that they addressed like 
okay just because you can draw one thing doesn't mean you can draw another thing because like yeah was like the first or second episode they had like that gag where they're like let's all draw houses yeah that was like the second episode or something like that oh yeah because that was on the episode where um mikoshiba was introduced yeah because they're like oh what like you can't draw a person he's like i can draw flowers <laughs> that's it that's my job yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, this whole show's funny. We're just gonna be talking yeah. about random things, and then we're gonna be like, oh, this doesn't sound funny. No, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch the show. Yeah. Oh. To understand the, like, top-level, like, comedy in that anime. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, like, I guess the last, like, main high schooler character is Wakamatsu. He yeah. he does like screen tone, which is like I don't know how to describe it. It's like a sticker, right? That's kind of transparent. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, so you know how like if you read manga or manga, whatever, I can't pronounce anything right. Leave me alone. So it's okay. <laughs> you know how you have like the gray stuff, like so there's like dots yeah. and like little like flashes. So that's screen tone, and basically the way it's applied. Oh. Like you cut, it's very del- it's a very delicate process, so you have to like cut it right. out with an exacto knife, over mm-hmm. like the um, like over the sheet or like the picture, and then you lift it up, so then you get like the desired like section, which is right. so. Screen tone stresses me out. An exacto knife stresses yeah. me out, because I'm very heavy. They do too. I'm very heavy handed, so I would just cut out stuff unintentionally basically what i'm saying is watching this show stresses me out sometimes when they start drawing (laughs) (laughs) okay other thing about the characters too can't believe i forgot about this one of like the biggest parts of the show this is again going to tie into like the whole gender role thing within the show which i find very again i find very interesting with gender that i found very interesting about the show again like just how nazaki Like, the show plays a lot with gender roles in general. Like, I guess the most apparent is, like, Kashima, of course. But, like, even outside of that. So, like, Nozaki is, like, portrayed as, like, being, like, a really good cook and, like, quote-unquote traditional homemaker. Then, like, literally, like, any time the guys hang out, like, Nozaki usually, for his manga, like, translates it into, like girl like quote-unquote girl stuff but in the show it's not really like it's not the joke like oh ha i don't know maybe because i don't interpret like the jokes being like haha they're feminine because like they're not they're just normal people like they literally just act like normal people but so i just see it more as like a deconstruction of like why we have these tropes within romance like the romance genre yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find that play with gender very interesting within the show. They don't really shame anyone for, like, being too masculine or being too feminine. They're just like, no, this is just how they are. And then also hear, like, the stupid trope within the romance genre that, like, kind of... Defines, like, what is, like, quote-unquote masculine and, like, feminine, yeah. I guess. I I found that very interesting in the show, just how, like, they, each character doesn't necessarily conform to any, like, specific masculine or feminine, like, actions or, like, 
the clothes that they wear, especially with um, Kashima, because like she's supposed to be they the prince uh, character, and that definitely got me hooked in this show because like you know she at first like um, she was in the opening, and I thought I thought like she was going to be a guy, yeah. and when she was finally introduced, I was like, oh okay, she's a woman. And she's here to take all the honeys. Like, okay. <laughs> like, we don't see that a lot in, I guess, just in, like, um, rom- romance. And um, I think I'm just going back to Oran High School Host Club because, like, she definitely just reminds me of Tamaki um, as, like, the princey type character and getting all the girls. And, like, Kashima's really out yeah. here, like, just winning the hearts of the girls and stuff and i just thought it was really awesome and interesting that they played into that and like not only that but she actually plays like a uh prince character for um the drama club um for like their shows and stuff and like she doesn't really necessarily like you know is all like yeah you know i'm a girl but like she's more like yeah i i just you know it's fluid and um i just like to do this whenever i feel Mm -hmm. like it you know yeah like which which is pretty cool again like i just like how the show like no one in the like in the characters and the show itself doesn't shame her either they're just like that's just how like that's just who she is deal with it exactly right period yeah like i think that (laughs) like literally the only times like a, like quote unquote I don't know how to explain like phrase it exactly like the only times like where they're like oh that that's a girl type thing it's like more so with Wakamatsu but like that's just because he's stupid also and so like because Kashima's such like is such a gender neutral character exactly that's what I was looking for that's yeah. what I was looking like, for yeah. she's gender neutral but she like leans, like, very heavily on, like, the masculine side in terms of, like, her fashion choices. And even that, and even with that, like, she's so, like, again, I brought this up earlier, but she's also, like, super, like, encouraging if her friends also want, like, with Hori, like, she was so supportive because she thought that Hori wanted to, like, dress in more feminine clothing at one point because they had, like, a big misunderstanding about some, I forget what it was because, like, the whole show's built on misunderstandings about things. It's usually either, like, solved or just, like, you know, unknown for yeah. now. To be determined. <laughs> like, honestly, the mo- the longest-running, like, misunderstanding, quote-unquote, is the whole, whole, like, Seyo and, like, Wakamatsu thing. And then just, like, just tell the boy that that's her voice. <laughs> Please, I can't right. go through this mentally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nozaki, he takes a lot of inspiration for his characters in his manga from his friends and, like, the people, like, he talks to. (laughs) But the thing is, is, like, every, so, like, every time he does it, though, it's always, like, he kind of, like, switches the gender within the book. So, like, Mm -hmm. he's, like, oh, Miko Shiba is, like, my main inspiration for, like, the heroine of my story. Like, Kashima is, like, the main male protagonist of my, like, story. And so, with, what, I don't know where I'm getting at with this. It's a, 
Oh, also because, um, again, Nozaki's so obsessive over making this, like, manga and making it, like, good and, like, impressing, um, like, his editor, right? That, like, he, it goes to the point where sometimes it would, like, per- like, if there's something going on within, like, someone's life, he will, like, say, hey, let's all go. Yeah, sure, let's all go to the festival. Like, his whole world revolves around creating this manga, which yeah. also explains, like, somewhat of his obliviousness to, like, his whole situation with Chio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he feels so focused on, like, you know, making stories for his manga. Like, he just doesn't, like, necessarily realize the, like, I guess, realness and experiences that, like, you know, I wouldn't say, like, normal teenagers, like, um, like, experience, but just, like, having that, like, um, first-hand experience without, like, you know, hey, let's all go to the festival or the beach and let me just take photos for inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it makes sense for him to be so oblivious because he's just so, like, passionate about his work, which I give props to him. I love this man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's I just find it really funny about the way he, like, approaches, like, romance in real life versus how he, like, tries to convey romance in his own story and manga. I also just like how when, like, everyone who, like, knows him and knows that he does, like, manga. So, like, basically, Chio and then, like, the rest of the male cast, right? All of them just, yeah. like, oh, you just want to do this because you want to, like, get stuff for your manga, don't you? Like, they're fully right, aware exactly. of the situation. They're like, oh, God, there he goes again. Which... Here we go again. <laughs> I guess that's another theory, like, about the show. Just, like, all of, like, the relationships. I mean... Okay, with it being, like, a shoujo, like, parody series, right? They kind of, like, pair mm-hmm. off everyone. But, like... Yeah. The thing is, though... <laughs> don't expect romance. That's the other thing with the show. Don't expect, like, yeah. <laughs> romance at all, really. Like, it's nothing so serious. Yeah. It, like, they pair off every... Like, everyone from the... Except for, um... <laughs> except for Mikoshiba. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, he's a lost cause. Figures, and that's what <laughs> matters, you know? I ship that. Not like that, but, like, you know, it's it's okay for him to just be himself. Yeah. Be with himself. Like, <laughs> so, like, I guess the pairings, yeah. right? Of course, it's Nozaki and Chio. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, the obvious one. Eee. Then you got um, yeah. Hori and Kashima. Because they're on, they're both in theater. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Drop a click. And then you got Seo and Wakamatsu. Because they're both uh, athletes. But also Wakamatsu. There's a lot of misunderstandings within the show, too. Like, for plot, but it's really funny. Um, So, like. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, like, basically, each, like, pairing has, like, some weird misunderstanding between them. So, like, I, Nozaki and Chiyos is just, like, Chiyo likes Nozaki, right? Nozaki's super fixated on yeah. his, like, 
on this comic than Hori and Kashima. Yes. So <laughs> Hori oh, doesn't yeah. want to tell Kashima <laughs> that he's working on the manga because he's scared that um, Kashima will just bring her like big old harem to Mizaki's place and then she'll want to help. And then Kashima thinks that Hori just uh-huh. wants to wear like more like feminine clothing. Like straight up that's the whole misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Oh, that's the other thing. So Kashima, like, presents, like, very heavily masculine within the show. I guess that's also, I I guess that's also context, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Then, like, with Wakamatsu and Seo, Wakamatsu doesn't know that Seo can sing really well. And, like, it's, like, a really, it's, like, he he can't sleep because Seo keeps on, like, torturing him. And causing chaos because that's how Seo is like. But oh, the thing no. is, is that he can fall asleep to like Seo's voice, but he doesn't know it's Seo because okay, because Seo can sing really well. Yeah, and she goes by a different yeah. name. I think uh, it's like Lorelei or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Lorelai. Lor- I knew that Lorelai. <laughs> I, I don't know um, if it's correct. I'm just going off of Monster High pronunciations. <laughs> You're all good. Yeah, and it. It's so funny because, like, he immediately, like, uses her music to, like, fall asleep and stuff like that. And he's trying to find out, um, you know, who who this mysterious voice is that, you know, lets him sleep at night. But, like, he, he still just doesn't realize, like, it's Seo, like, all along. Yeah, and the thing is, everyone else knows it, too. Like, right. Nozaki doesn't want to tell him. Because right. like, I don't want to disappoint him. Exactly. <laughs> like, either they they just won't tell him just because, like, you know, he just never brings it up. Or the fact that, like, they know that if if they do tell him, then it's like, he's done. He's, he's just gonna break. I just like a lot of characterization within the show. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's also just hard to talk about comedy series, too. Mm-hmm. Because we have to, like, it's not like we have to explain all the jokes, but, like, some of them, you just have to see them to understand how absurd it is. It's weird, because we're trying to, like, talk about it, but, um, at the same time, it's like you kind of have to see it for yourself. But, like, yeah. definitely trust us, because <laughs> the show, this yeah, show is Yeah, we're not doing really it enough justice. Adding on to those character duos and how they kind of paired off with, like, a friendship slash maybe possible couple but like it's also just like the dynamics between each duo and like they're not exactly like polar opposites but i would say they just have differences that like kind of intertwine with each other so like it it's just fun i don't know it's for me i i like seeing like characters that don't really like um, I guess have, like, similarities, but then they somehow, like, get together and, like, I don't know, befriend each other and stuff like that. And in this show, they just do a lot of that and in very, like, creative and comedic ways, especially just, and not just, like, within the duos themselves, but even just with, like, the whole cast in yeah. different situations. It's just so funny. Yeah, like, Literally one of my, one of my favorite, well, it is my favorite moment, like, the whole one, 
is it my favorite moment? I think it is. But it's also, like, I think the most popular moment from the anime series. Um, well, one of them. So there's, like, there's, like, an episode where, um, Nozaki and, um, Mikoshiba are, like, having a sleepover. Because, like, a lot of times, like, either, like, Mikoshiba, if they end up staying late, then he'll just sleep over at Nozaki's. Or, like, Hori does the same thing. Right? Yeah. So, like, it was the one where, um, Mikoshiba was introduced to Nozaki to, um, like, the dating simulator. <laughs> yeah! Oh my gosh! And so, basically, they play through this whole dating simulator. Nozaki is, like, not super into it at first, but then, like, they get, like, very invested. Yeah. And then they got to the point where they got so invested that they cared more about, like, the best friend in the dating simulator <laughs> than, like, anyone else. Yeah, then so, winning the girl. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you wasted three years of your life on us. What are you doing? <laughs> and so then it got to the point where they're like, yo, we have to make him a dream girl, right? And then like they just start listing all the things. Like They're like, okay, he needs someone that he can rely on, someone who's dependable. Like, And then, like, I forget who said they're like, someone that's worth giving up three years of your life with. They're like, the protagonist, and they no. just like, <laughs> then they just pull an all nighter, <laughs> yeah. making a fan comic. Yes, uh, that was so hilarious to me. I love that scene. I feel like that's just like the most iconic scene that you just have to show everybody <laughs> to get them hooked on this show. <laughs> yeah, again, I can't do it justice. Just, like, watch the scene. It's amazing. Yeah. You explained it right, though. I, I completely forgot when they realized that the lover all along for the best friend in the simulator was the protagonist himself. Yeah, and that like, kind of just set me off. Yeah, They literally had, like, a breakdown about it, too. Like, right. they just start screaming. They just start crying. Because yeah. <laughs> they feel so bad. <laughs> like, literally a lot of, like, this, like the characters Again, the character interactions in this show are so good. No matter who is with who in that scene, it's always good. Yeah. Like I wish I wish we got more episodes. Um, with like it's only like one season. Yeah. So the one season's twelve episodes, and then yeah, there's like a bunch of shorts from like the DVD that someone edited on YouTube into one like into quote unquote episode thirteen. Yeah, mm. go check it out. <laughs> yeah, that's like the beach episode parody, basically. Yeah. Um, but it's real. It's the whole show's good. Like, I yeah, like it's a fun time. It's so fun. I I yeah. could talk about the whole time. I will because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, that's the purpose of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um can we also just talk about like how each not each episode but like just how each episode kind of just functions, I guess, in terms of like animation and design and kind of like um you know, because, like, for me, all I'm thinking about is when they make, like, little references or use, like, a lot of, like, dramatic elements for, like, comedic irony, you mm -hmm. know? 
So, like, literally, all I'm thinking about, this isn't even, like, anything so dramatic or, like, romantic, but, like, all I'm thinking about is this scene in the beginning where Nozaki and Seiyu, like, finally meet, and um, there's just this, like, quote-unquote dramatic scene where Nozaki's, like, um, sees Seiyu in the hallway carrying those books and um, just to the office, and Nozaki's like, (laughs) you know what, Seiyu... I got this, you know, you don't have to do this. I don't know why, like, he offered it, like, in such a dramatic way, but I just thought it was really funny. And, like, mm. so I was like, okay, I'll let you uh, carry these books. Go to the office. You got this. And so, like, they then, like, saluted each other, like, as if they were going to go into war or something. <laughs> and, and all you get is, like, dark tones in the background and, like, like very serious music is playing. And then, like, Seo's like, I'll return the favor uh, uh, the next time I see you. And then, like, uh, Nozaki's like, okay. And then just, like, you know, does the thing where he puts the books in the office. And then just literally the next day, like, even just throughout the whole show, like, Seo just doesn't really necessarily, like, do anything after that. <laughs> yeah. To, like, again. make up for it. Seo's just, yeah. like, chaos as a person. That's it. Like, literally, like, again, the episode we're introduced to her is the same episode, like, the episode we're formally introduced to her is the same episode where this, like, gag happens. And, like, when she's carrying her book, she's, like, unconsidered, and she's, like, walking over, like, wet paint on, like, a sign. (laughs) He's, like, I'm kind. And, like, it's just... (laughs) The show has such good comedic timing, and I feel like, especially with, like, facial expressions it's yeah. it's like really good again another classic scene from the ant like from the whole like series the double bike when they're like trying to ride it and like there's a part where like the bike's like kind of going towards the camera but not directly it's like it like swerves a bit i don't know how to explain it mm-hmm. audibly it's been like a week or two since i watched yeah. that episode but basically you see like chio's face and she's just like just has a dead stare. She's like, so disappointed. Yeah, because, um... Yeah. Everything's for this manga. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like at first, it's always... There's always these funny moments where Chiyo expects, like, a romantic gesture from Nozaki, but in the end, it's something that's just so, like, anticlimactic and usually just for, like, his manga... So, like, especially yeah. for, like, the double bike scene. And, um, like, literally in uh, the later episodes, like, Nozaki tries to uh, to surprise Chiyo by, like, doing this romantic gestures where, like, but, like, in all realness, he just needs it for, like, the manga just for, like, experience purposes and, like, writing for these characters. And I just find it so funny. But then I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for Gio. Like, come on. Are these yeah. are these intentional? Are these more than just for the manga? Like, I think the thing is, too, like, when explaining it to people, they're like, that sounds horrible. You're like, no, yeah. like, you, have to, you have to watch the series. Because right. it's not like Chio is like always completely oblivious to the fact that he he's gonna do it for his manga. Also, I guess like when you watch a show, at a certain point, you're like, okay, I know this ain't gonna turn out the way I think it's gonna turn out, but how is it gonna like devolve into madness? Like, right. because also within like the same episode where she's getting surprised, like the last surprise 
wasn't even surprised. He just wanted to walk home with her. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. That's that was delicious. Oh my god. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Yeah, even though we're explaining these like things that may be a little like annoying slash oh that's that's kind of bad like like throughout this whole show like he's still oblivious which is like yeah i we get that but it's at the same time like you know this show like it doesn't these characters don't necessarily have such big like changes or developments or dramatic like events that are like happening in the anime because it's so very like comedic and like very like chill um but it's i don't know um i guess just the pacing of it like is more so towards for like comedic things and then they finally get to something that's somewhat serious which i kind of really like because you know a lot of like shows that i usually watch are very like like very big and heavy plot serious stuff and um you know this this show feels like such like a breather from like all these different other shows that are like that and just kind of um i don't know it's it's just nice to like see this little like comedic thing in in a time like this, I don't know. Yeah, I think also with, like, a lot of the stuff that happens within the show, in the end, you still know that everyone cares about each other. Right. Too. Because I'm like, okay, especially, I think it's more exemplified with, like, Hori and Kashima. Because I think out of all the pairings, they're the most violent. <laughs> I don't think, I know they are the most violent. Because every time, it's just a mess. The writing of the show... I think is what really helps like sell that these all these characters care about each other like no yeah. matter what they never I mean then again like the most conflict you'll get in the episode is just like someone does something really stupid <laughs> that's and, it <laughs> and there's a misunderstanding but like it's like when you watch like early seasons of like the Simpsons kind of or like yeah. Bob's Burgers, <laughs> where like, yeah, they're a family. Yeah, that kid just threatened to kill their sibling. But guess what? <laughs> they still love each other. Love each other. It, it's like family. <laughs> this show's kind of like I don't know how to describe. It. I was gonna say like soup. Soup. Because yeah. it's like kind of warm and fuzzy, mm-hmm. but I don't think soup's the right one. It's it's enriching. It's like a good bowl of soup. Yeah. I feel like it's it's something that you just need once a day, you know. I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's okay to have it once yeah. a day, but um it's I I know I know what you mean and um it's more like I don't know. Like just the pacing of it makes it so nice to the point where you're like, "Oh, I don't really care if, like, you know, someone falls for some someone. It's mm-hmm. more like, you know, I just... It's just so nice to see these characters interact in different ways and see how they, like, you know, approach this in a funny, comedic way. And you also hear Mr. Krabs' legs, like, walking oh, yeah. in the background. 
like I, I um, like have this in the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, when I was so like I wasn't. I only. I don't say I'm only. I only watch the show. So like, Kate told me to watch the show. One literally one of the first thing she says to like um to like sell it. She's like, it has Mr. Krabs walk cycle sound. I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> what does that yes. mean? It, it it means what it means. And it's, it's there. It's there. It's, it's there. <laughs> I did not lie. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, again, it's such a good show. All the, wait, no, not all the characters. Yeah. I have a problem with one character in this show, which everyone does. It's, um, Mayano. That's fair. Who? So he oh. was, like, the former editor, the one that always horses, like, the Tanukis. Mm-hmm. For this, like, other, like, manga artist writer that um nozaki is friends with yeah she's a college yeah. student she lives like above him she doesn't really show up yeah. much she's Mayo? chill Mayo? i can't pronounce his name i don't even know his name because he's so it's irrelevant like, <laughs> it's m-a-e-n-o mayono yeah uh mitsuya yeah yeah um but like his whole thing he's like he's such like um, he okay. He's one of those, like, so he's an editor. He always like suggests stuff, like the way he suggests things. Like it's very like tropey. So like Ari, like Nozaki was gonna write it in anyways. But then the editor's like, oh, you used my idea, and Nozaki's like, no, it's just a basic like trope, right? Yeah. And then like Mano's like, hey, like maybe you should put a Tanuki here. Put a Tanuki here. <laughs> put one right there. More Tanuki. Give me more to He's so obsessed. Like he's so <laughs> he's like worst case, um, Miko Shiva. If Miko Shiva didn't hate himself after saying something. Apparently, like from what I seen, because right after when I okay, whenever I finish a series, I always just look up a bunch of fan art and like just do research on the show. Same. So <laughs> apparently a lot of people don't like him either. So I guess it's not a controversial opinion. Yeah, that's fair. I don't even like yeah. him. He's, yeah, no. He thinks he, like, knows his stuff and, like, um, is trying to steal ideas. Like, okay. Okay, man. Chill he out with shows, the Tanookis. He literally shows up twice and we all hate yeah. him. We all just attack <laughs> this character, this minor character. <laughs> like, it even, like, even in the show, like, everyone hates him, too. Yeah. By the way. Like, to the point where in the intro, there's a scene where, like, Sochio has, like, her brush. So she, like, slices a tanuki, and then, like, um, Hori helps her with, like, his rulers yeah. and slices it, too. And no it just explodes. <laughs> it just explodes. It just explodes. Oh my god, I'm so glad you said that. Can we, like, also just talk about the opening, though? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say it. Yeah. When I first heard that bass line, I automatically thought Seinfeld. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh my god, that's why it sounded so familiar. I was like, do, 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 do. And I was like, oh, It's just because okay. they have, like, it's like a bass line in the beginning. But I'm like, do, 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 do. I sat there like, <laughs> they're not even that similar. Yeah, they're not. It's, <laughs> it's like, just the sound of the bass. It's also just very, like, funky. I don't know. I love, like, funky, like, um, uh, openings. I mean, the opening itself kind of also reminded me of Persona. Just, just like, a tiny bit. I don't even oh, play yeah. Persona. <laughs> I yeah. I don't play Persona either, but <laughs> so when I was watching the quote-unquote thirteenth episode, right? 
Yeah. I finally got to, like, read the lyrics to yeah, it. Yeah, same! And the, I really like the lyrics to it, like, because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I'm sorry to be a weeb again, because I know I said this in a previous episode, I don't remember which one. Like, I know, <laughs> like, they're kind of like Sundere-esque lyrics, but, like, they're like, it's mm-hmm. like kind of, it plays really well with, like, how the show is, where it's like a parody of, like, romance, of the romance genre. Because it's like, oh, maybe you're the one for me. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very whatever. passive. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so funny. And it just fits the show really well. I just love how the show kind of, like, combined into, like, this perfect, like, mess. Yeah. Like, I wish, I do wish, like, we got more interactions of everyone, like, doing, like, like, making the manga together, and, like, mm-hmm. I just wish there were more episodes, because I know the manga's still ongoing, because yeah. they're, like, at chapter 100-something, and apparently Nozaki is very, very slowly realizing that he, has, he might have feelings for Chio. Man, I want to see that. Oh my gosh, can we talk about the ending of, <laughs> of the um, anime? Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. I to everyone's ear, but, like, the last episode's a trip. Um, it's fun. <laughs> so, last episode, Summer Festival, right? We all know what's gonna happen, right? Like, okay, fireworks, like, booths, food, Pew! fun and games, right? Yeah. So, it's like the whole gang is there, you know? Whole gang's chillin'. Vibin'. Yeah, like, they didn't go together either, which I thought was even funnier. Like, yeah. they didn't go as a collective group. It's like the girls went, and then the guys went. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were just yeah. split up. Um, and yeah. then they were like, oh. Then they, like, group off into, like, their respective pairings, basically. Like, Chio and Nozaki meet up, because, again, they're, like, the main pairing. And so... Yes. They're like, oh, we should get reference photos, right? Because that's the other thing. Like, so Nozaki's there to get some reference photos. Hori's also there to help get reference photos for backgrounds. Of course. Look, he's dedicated. Hori is my favorite character because he's just dedicated to everything that he does 100%. Literally, the only reason why he does the backgrounds, it's an exchange for, like, getting new plays for Kashima. Like, Mm-hmm. Dedication. Yeah, it's so sweet. It is really sweet. But, okay, and so, I'm sorry, back to the school festival episode with, like, what's happening with, like, Nozaki and Chiyo. So, like, basically, the fire's about to happen. And, of course, Chiyo's, like, short. She's really short. Like... <laughs> Hella short. Yeah, no, she's shorter than both of us. Yeah. That's saying something, because they're both pretty short. Yeah, we yeah. are. <laughs> but basically, she can't, like, they're like, oh, let's go to, like, higher ground so you can get better reference photos. And also, like, we can see the fireworks, right? So yeah. they go to, like, this playground. You see, like, in the back, and like, okay, there's some couples paired off. You're like, whoa, is this going to be the moment? Like, right? This one big moment. It's, and. Like, yeah. You're like, Chio? Is, is Chio gonna confess to Nozaki? 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like before she even thinks about it. So it's like, um, I guess like when they go to the playground, there's this like really high like, um, I don't know, it's not monkey bars, but it's like some type of like, like climbing thing. Yeah, and um, Chio is like. You know, because she's short. She's shorter than us combined. And, yeah, um, she has like the yukata on. Yeah. And, and she looks cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she she's like, oh, I can't get up. Help me. And Nozaki's like, okay. And, and just picks her up. And then there's just this moment again where she gets reminded of how the two actually met, and it was it go, it flash ba- flashes back to when um, uh, Chio's like late for school, and um, also Nozaki's late for school, but he's just asleep in the fence for no reason, and <laughs> and so uh, Nozaki finally wakes up and and he's like, "You need a hand," and then Chio's like, "Yeah." I guess I do. And I don't know, big, tall, scary man. Oh, I guess. Okay. And Nozaki just picks her up. And that's that moment again. And, you know, because they were, because in the flashback, they were like at a high fence and she couldn't go over it. So like, yeah, that's, that's why he decides to pick her up. And then, yeah, that's, that's basically how they met. And like she's just reminded of this flashback before they get on top of that like playground um like thing climbing yeah. thing yeah i think the other okay again when i was just doing offering apparently like that's only like hers because in the manga apparently they explained nozaki's side like oh, his really? perspective of it yeah and i oh wow that's crazy yeah i can't I couldn't find any details, like, when I was reading, because I was quickly reading, but, um, if I do, I'll just send it, because I know it's gonna be something stupid, or, I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> but, yeah, so, wait, they're on, like, the playground structure, they're sitting, yes. they look at the fireworks, and all she says is, love you, right, that's all she says, and I'm yeah. like, whoa, I'm like, whoa. Whoa, she said it. And then oh you're like, god. yo, did, did Nozaki hear her? Then he just whispers right. in her ear. You don't know what he says, right? At first. Because at then, first, yes. Because then it, like, goes to, like, all the other different pairings. But, like, you see, like, Kashima, like, holding, like, giving a piggyback to Hori. Because he couldn't see. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, she thought he couldn't see the fireworks. Um, oh, my God. Then, I don't know That's what so Seo, I don't know what Seo was Seo doing. was, like, on top of, a, of like, a horse statue. Because, oh. you know, she's high and mighty, you know. And then... I don't know what Waka was doing. He was just he, watching he was, her. Yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, because she, like, ran all the way to the horse statue, which was far yeah. away from the festival, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't I don't know, Miko, she was being a weeb. Oh, he's getting a little, like, gotcha figures. They got yeah. something that he wanted. They're he's all such his, a nerd. I love him. They were in his sleeve, too. And I like that scene. Yeah. Um... So yeah, like you're like okay. So we don't know what Nozaki says. That's great. The final and, moment. Yeah, yes. I was almost off the end. It's like if we don't find out what he says, we'll be so angry. Right. And then like it cuts to them again, and then like <laughs> yeah, hope once again. Until it it was just like all Nozaki just like leans into her ear. He whispers like, 
I love the fireworks too. And I was like, what did I expect from this show? <laughs> like, truly, what do I Nothing. expect? From- like, I know I'm usually team platonic relationships because I don't feel like going through the emotional turmoil of a romantic relationship within a show. Mood. <laughs> and I know that this show's a parody, so I should have expected it. Yeah. But I but still I felt did it. cheated. <laughs> I felt cheated, too. I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. I thought Nozaki was leaning in, and I was like, oh, my God. Is he going for a kiss or, like, what? And <laughs> and just that moment where he just says, I love fireworks. I was like, this is too good to be true. I'm, I'm out of here. I think the thing that I also just really like, I like that scene, though. Because, like, yeah. in the end, she was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, she's just laughing about it. Because not because she's in pain, but, like, yeah. legitimately because, like, she's like, oh, yeah, like, that's him. And, like, she's just, I feel like she's just very, like, happy just even be like, just being his friend in general. Yeah. throughout the series, even though, again, like, when we describe all the stuff that Nozaki does, like, it kind of makes him sound like a quote-unquote bad person. Mm-hmm. Quote-unquote, because I don't whatever but like um <laughs> but the thing is is that like no matter what happens like she was always like fully understanding why he's super like fixing on because it's his passion right yeah and like even in the show like everyone's just again like the main like core of the show are the interactions between all the characters like and even though it's a primarily comedy show, so of course that's, like, very lenient on it. And, of course, since mm-hmm. it's kind of, like, a gag comedy show, so, like, there's a lot of stupid stuff happening. Like, even yeah. when, like, nothing, like, crazy's happening, there's still, like, a ground, like, it's still a very grounded show in its interactions. And, like, mm-hmm. everyone is just happy. Like, everyone feels, like, realistic. Which yeah. I know it sounds very weird coming from, like, the super, like, this pretty exaggerated show. Yeah. But everyone feels realistic. Exactly. And just the chemistry is just so entertaining yet very relatable. And um, in the end, it's like these characters just care about just, you know, being themselves while being around these people that they just, like, love and appreciate. And... You know that's what matters rather than um an overarching like romance like over over that like you know they just care about you know having fun being yeah. friends having a good time like literally all they do is support each other because yeah there was okay because in the quote-unquote 13th episode because it's not technically the 13th episode whatever um, so, like, they're discussing about going to the beach, or, like, taking, a, like, a beach and, like, a trip, right? Yeah. I think it's just a trip, and then, like, then it's, like, the beach episode, quote-unquote. But, um, there was a part where, like, um, Mikoshiba was talking with, um, Kashima, and Kashima, Seo, and Chio about, like, um, rooming stuff. 
I guess also context of the scene, Wakamatsu was eavesdropping because he thought Kashima was a boy. He thought that Sam and Kashima were dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and like he misconstrues like the whole conversation. But, um, basically, like they talk about how like Miko Shiva, like he's really, so he's like super duper uncomfortable around strangers. Like, yeah. to like a really crazy amount. Like, even when he met Hori. Like, the first time, he got used to him, but then, like, the second time he saw Hori, he, like, was just dead silent. It was kind of, like, reverted back. And, like, yeah. I don't know, like, something about, like, the scene where they're discussing, like, grooming and stuff. Um, like, with Kashima, like, saying, like, she said something, like, along the lines of, like, wait, you thought that we were gonna room together. Like, and she, like, understood why. And she was, like, I, like, basically she was, I don't know, the way I was like, I would if I could, but you know that we can't because it's a school trip type thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, with the context of, like, just knowing, like, who Mikoshiba is, you're like, oh, God, he's going to, like, have a hard time on that trip. And then yeah. just, like, I don't know, like, the whole show, again, warm and fuzzy, but also so stupid. Like soup. Yeah, soup <laughs> is stupid. <laughs> soup is stupid. <laughs> that that's the lesson here. <laughs> yeah, like literally, all these kids one brain cell. Only one who who has the brain cell. Like literally, okay, there's two people who have the brain cell, technically, and I guess three yeah. if you want to count like Nozaki's editor that he likes. Mm-hmm. So Chio, whenever like something weird's happening, and then Hori, whenever he's not being the weird one. Only ones yeah. with the brain cells. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> that that basically sums it up, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um overall, yeah, it's it's definitely just that warm and fuzzy fun show that y'all should definitely check out. <laughs> yeah, I it's so good. I really like it, um, and I don't watch, yeah. like, a lot of, I guess I don't watch a lot of, like, specifically anime romantic comedies. I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. technically it's not romantic comedy, but, like, whatever. Yeah. Just because, it's there. Yeah. Like, it's a cute show. Watch it. It's very fun. Yeah, um, you better watch it. And, like, if Netflix. you don't watch the whole show, then at least watch some of the clips. Um, yeah. Specifically they're date- just funny. Yeah, date- the dating sim one, the bicycle one, and then the one when they're in the rain. <laughs> yes! Oh my god, I love that one. You just it's, it's just laughs all around. <laughs> Go watch Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun on Netflix. Yeah. It's out there. I think it's Please. also on Crunchyroll, if you're really a mm-hmm. weeb, but... But anyways, thank you all for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed, and hopefully we convinced you to watch this anime. And if you've already watched it, let us know in the comments below about your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything in the future that you want us to talk about, let us know. We're always yes. open to suggestions. Heck yeah, we are. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you all for listening to the 1224 podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Shay. 
Don't forget to follow us in our social medias in the description below. And keep on being awesome. And we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.